the thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afwakwa. Pastor Afwakwa is the founder and general overseer of Embassy of Life Chapel, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Come with me to Joel chapter 2 and verse 21. For those of you who are worshiping with us for the very first time, we are glad God directed your part here. Whether you are online or you are in person, it's a joy to have you worship with us. And I have no doubt that in this service, God will drop a word that will bless your life, advance your cause, and change your destiny. Those of you who are particularly online, I want to encourage you to stay on and stay through until the service is over. And then your life will certainly not be the same again. Joel chapter 2, verse 21. Let's read it together. One go. Fear not. Be glad and rejoice for the Lord. Now say it like you believe it. Somebody say, I'm glad. I rejoice. For the Lord is doing great things. 2022, God will do great things in your life. Amazing things shall happen in your life. In the coming year, dreams shall be fulfilled. Expectations shall be met. In the mighty name of Jesus, it shall be your best year ever. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says, fear not, O land, be glad, for the Lord will do great things. The Lord will do great things. God is in the business of doing great things. And when God is ready to do great things, you must be ready and prepared for great things. Somebody say, I need to ready myself for great things. Praise the Lord. So last two weeks before I traveled, I shared with you how to make 2022 great for yourself. Everybody ends the year expecting and anticipating that the coming year will be different. How many of us are expecting this year to be different? Everybody expects it, but not everybody experiences it anyway. Everybody. There is nobody who ends the year on the note of a bad expectation that the next year will be different. No. Everybody ends the year expecting that the coming year will be different. But the truth of the matter is that the coming year will not be different until you take different steps and take different approaches. It's a wise man who said that it is madness to keep doing the same thing over and over again and yet expect to get different and better results. It's madness. So it's important that what you expect, you also prepare yourself in order to experience it. God is in the business of giving you new and better experiences. But they wouldn't come without you setting your right expectations. So we said that if you are going to make 2022 great for yourself, great in your marriage, great in your business, great in whatever you are doing, then you have to first of all end this year well. Somebody say end this year well. And I showed you, those of you who are not in service, you can go to the podcast and go through it and see how to end the year well. Amen. Don't assume that the year has ended so it's ended well with you. No. You have to sit down and make sure that you have ended the year. When you go to corporate organizations, they sit down and they take an inventory before the year ends. The banks, they close their books. Sometimes they will tell you ATM will not be available from this period to that period because we are doing turnover or whatever. They do all kinds of things to end the year. You must intentionally do the same with your life. Do the same with your family. Sit down with the family. Which things were done right, which things were not done right. Review your life. Somebody say review your life. An unexamined life is not worth living. So it's important that we take stock of our lives every now and then. And then last week, Reverend and I have stepped in while I was away and he spoke to you about dream great dreams. Somebody say dream great dreams. 
if 2022 is going to end on greatness for you, you have to dream great dreams. Somebody say dream great dreams. The Bible says, Genesis 37 verse 5, and Joseph dreamed a dream and he told it to his brethren and they hated him. Dream great dream. A dream is a mental picture of a preferred future. It's a mental picture. What do you want to expect to experience in the coming year? But you see, God's dealing with us is such that he only allows us to experience what he makes us see first. Until we see it. When you see it, your faith is naturally boosted to take hold of it. So he's bringing the children of Israel into a land that he had promised to give them many years. And he tells them, send spies to go and see the land. He's taking Abraham into a land. He said, lift up your eyes and see. For all the land without seers, I will give unto you. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. What do you see? Ask your neighbor, what do you see? Do you still see failure? Do you see setback? Do you see poverty in the coming year? Do you see sickness in the coming year? Do you see stagnation in the coming year? Whatever you see, you are likely to experience. The Bible says, what seest thou? Then he said, I see the rod of an almond tree. He said, thou hast seen well, for I will hasten my word to perform it. God's word will come into speedy fulfillment in your life. Shout a better amen. amen. Shout a believing amen. amen. And we said there are two kinds of dreams that you must have. He talked on Second Chronicles 2 verse 1. Solomon gives us a picture of two kinds of dreams. The Bible says Solomon decided to build a temple to honor the name of the Lord and also a royal palace for himself. You need a kingdom dream. Somebody say a kingdom dream. There are many people, they just live life for themselves. And that is the most miserable way to live. Living life for yourself is the most miserable way you can live your life. Life is bigger than you. Turn to your neighbor and say, life is bigger than you. Life is far greater. Life is far. You never live your full life if you live life just for yourself. Those who live their full lives impart others. And they impart, most importantly, eternity. What are you doing? What have you done this year that will impart positively eternity? What have you done this year that will impart positively on eternity? How many souls have you drafted into the kingdom? How much of your income has been invested into kingdom business this year? Kingdom dreams. Solomon decided I'm going to build a temple for the Lord and then I will build a royal. You see, God is not against you doing something for yourself, but God is totally against putting yourself first. Because when you put yourself first, you end up as last. The Bible says, whosoever shall be first must first be the last. That's how it starts with God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Some of us all through 2021, you just lived for yourself. And as the year is ending, you are not taking account. Everything you did had to do with yourself. You went to school to improve yourself. You did business just to advance yourself, make more money. But you never did anything on the conscious for eternity. I pray that next year will be different for you. So you need a kingdom dream. Somebody say, I need a kingdom dream. Now, kingdom dreamers never die. Kingdom dreamers never die. They never die. We will forever talk about Abraham. We will forever talk about the man David. We will forever talk about Solomon because these were kingdom dreamers. May this house be a house of kingdom dreamers. Shout a better amen. Then of course you need a personal dream for your life. You need something that drives you. What are you living for? A man without purpose, Martin Luther said, is not fit to live. You must live for something. Mike Medoc calls it the assignment. A man's moral cause and purpose. You must live for something. Somebody say, I live for something. Say there are three characteristics that are important about every good dream. Number one, it should be godly. Somebody say, godly. Godly. It should be great. And then it should be global. If your dream is good, it has to be godly in intent. It has to be great in its expanse. And then it has to be global in its outlook. Somebody say an amen. amen. Your dream must affect two important areas of your life. Your eternal life and your earthly life. Somebody say my eternal life and my earthly life. I'm sure you want to hear something about Christmas. So this morning, in the same spirit, I want to talk to you 
about Christmas, but in the context of what we are looking at. Look at Luke chapter 2, verse 1 to 7 with me. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. So all went to be registered, verse 3. Everyone to his own city. Joseph also went out from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which was called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was, while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. She brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Amen. When you read the Christmas story, which is captured in Matthew, and then in Luke, there are several lessons that can be drawn, but because of the series we are running with, one of the lessons I believe can be drawn from the Christmas story is a lesson of accomplished dreams or realized dreams. It's a lesson of realized dreams. One of the things the Christmas story tells us is that dreams can become a reality. Somebody say dreams can become a reality. Say it. Dreams can become a reality. Sometimes when people begin to talk about their dreams, they look like fairy tales until they happen. Somebody, the right brother said many years ago that they were going to fly. People mocked them. Some people, even preachers mounted the pulpit and began to preach down on their dreams. Some preachers mounted the pulpit and started preaching. If God wanted man to fly, he would have given him wings. It's abomination. But today, not only are human beings flying, but all kinds of things can be lifted high up in the sky. The battle now is for space. For hotel reservation in space. That's what people are talking about now. Dreams can become reality. Somebody said dreams can become realities. Now, that's what, one of the lessons we see in the Christmas story. Proverbs chapter 13 verse 12. The Bible says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. How many of you get excited when your dream comes to a reality? You wanted to save up for a thing and then by the time you realize here you are with that thing, accomplished dream always brings joy. And that's what we see with the story and the birth of Christ. There were four different dreams that became realities in the Christmas story. Every time we think about Christmas, among many things, think about dreams becoming a reality. The first one was God's dream. Somebody say God's dream. Do you know Christmas was God's dream? It was God's long-term dream. Right from creation, God had that dream. The Bible said Jesus was slain before the foundations of the world. He had a dream right from the book of Genesis. When man fell, the Bible says, God spoke and said, the seed of the woman. Somebody said, the seed of the woman. You see, Jesus is the seed of the woman. Women don't give seed. It is men who give seed. But Jesus was supernaturally conceived by the woman and became the seed of the woman. Praise God. He said, the seed of the woman shall bruise the head of the serpent. That was God's dream. And it took a very long time for that dream to be realized. I don't know whether you have any dream, but your dreams will become a reality. Amen. When you read that story in the book of Galatians, Galatians chapter 4, verse 4 to 5, the Bible tells us, Galatians chapter 4, verse 1 to 5, he said, now I say the heir, as long as he's a child, different nothing from a servant, though he be lord of all. I'm reading from the King James. But it's under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. He said, even so we, when we were in children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But, somebody say but. but. Say but. but. When the fullness of time was what? When the fullness of time was what? When the fullness of time was come, God sent for the son, made of a woman, made under the law, verse 5, to redeem them. Verse 5, to redeem them that were under the Lord, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Somebody say an amen. amen. When the fullness of time, that was God's dream. God had a dream of reconciling the world unto himself. That dream could never be realized until the fullness of time was come. When Jesus was born, the reason why the angels were rejoicing 
And everywhere was full of joy was because God's dream had just begun. The process of realizing God's dream had just begun. This year, next year, and the years ahead, your dreams are becoming realities. Shout a better amen. Amen. Many people conceive great visions, but they never see them. In the Christmas story, we see Mary's dream become a reality. This is a woman who conceived a miracle baby, and she didn't abort it. When you conceive a good dream, may you not abort it. I said, may you not abort it. Luke chapter 1 verse 31, the Bible says, Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth. Somebody say, conceive in your womb and bring forth. There are people who conceive in their womb, but they don't bring forth. But in the coming year, every conception that shall take place, spiritual conception, mental conception, physical conception in the womb, you shall carry it to the end. Can I have a believing amen here? Let me hear a believing amen. So, God's dream was realized. Mary's dream was realized. Joseph's dream was also realized. You know how Joseph's dream was almost truncated? When Joseph, for a long time, had been dreaming of marrying the love of his life, Mary. And they had been courting for some time. Now, the time came for marriage to be done. And Mary comes and says, listen, I have news for you. I am pregnant. That is news that the average man doesn't like to hear. He said, I am pregnant. He said, how? Mary said, that was a question I also asked the angel when he told me. How did you get pregnant? Because Mary... We have not uh, done anything. How did you get pregnant? So Joseph almost backed out on his dream. But an angel intervened. Listen, in the coming year, when you get tired and weary and you're about to give up, may the angels of God intervene for you. May the angels of God intervene for you. Now listen, you see, it is not by mind nor by power, but by your spirit. Every dreamer comes to a point of being weary. Every dreamer comes to a point of wanting to give up. But when you come to that place, may God, who is all powerful, step in for you. Amen. Somebody give me a believing amen. amen. Of course, the wise men also realized their dream. They had traveled for almost 24 months. Sometimes when you read the stories, as if they just came. When they came, Jesus was not a child. It's believed that by the time they, they reached to their destination to see Jesus, Jesus was almost two years thereabouts. So they have been traveling. You can imagine traveling on camels. They saw the star and they began to move toward the star. It wasn't the star they were after. The star was to bring them to the reality of the king that was born a baby for them to worship him. Took them a long time, but their dream became a reality. Your dream will become a reality. Look at it. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 2 verse 11, when they had come into the house, they saw May you see what you are dreaming. Matthew chapter 2 verse 11. Quickly please. When they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother. You will see your dream. I said you will see your dream. In the mighty name of Jesus. There are those who don't dream. There are those who dream and don't see it. But you will be the kind who will dream and you will see your dream come to pass. I said you will see your dream come to pass. You will see your dream come to pass. Now, in this service, I want to walk you through 10 things you can do to bring your 2022 dream into reality. Whether it's a dream about your marriage, it's a dream about your business, a dream. How do you bring it into reality? This is Dream Great Dreams Part 2. How do you bring it into reality? Number one, write it down. Somebody say, write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2 to 3. Write it down. Sit down. Write the dream for your family down. Write it down. Write your spiritual dream down. The Bible says in Habakkuk 2, verse 2 to 3. He said, and the Lord said, write the vision and make it plain on the tablet that he may run that race. Somebody say, write it down. Write your vision down. Write it down and make it plain. If you cannot write it down in three or five points, you don't really know it. If there is a vision that is really in your heart and is burning strong, you should be able to put it on paper. Write it down. Your emotional dreams. Some of us, we are so emotionally unstable. When your moods change, you control everybody. 
Some of us will live with fear 24-7. You must have a dream that in the coming year, I will live here free. I will overcome and subdue my fear. Some people are too anxious, 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 anxious. They live with anxiety. It, it breaks them down. Some people are living depressed. There's no joy around their lives. You have to dream that next year you will be a happy person. Somebody say an amen. Take that dream because nobody is going to do that for you. You have to have a dream for your spiritual life. That next year, I want to go through the Bible at least once. Dream that dream. Have a spiritual dream. Write the vision down. Write it down. I will go through the book of Proverbs every 30 days. That's a spiritual dream. Write it down. I will not miss fellowship for any reason. That is a spiritual dream. Somebody say write it down. Write it down. Write your financial dreams. By the end of the year, how much would you want to be sitting in your account? How much would you have given by way of kingdom advancement? Write it down. Every year, I challenge myself on how much I give to God. I measure my net worth by how much I give to God in a year. That's one of the things I used to measure my net worth. Write your dreams down. Write your dreams down. Do you know God wrote his dream down? He wrote it long down. In fact, right from Genesis, God wrote it down. He says, the seed of the woman shall bruise. And it took several years. Somebody says several years. Several years. He wrote it down for several. Look, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 5 to 7. Therefore, when he came into the world, he said, sacrifice and offering you did not desire. But the body you have preserved for me. In burnt offerings, Hebrews, good. Verse 6, in burnt offerings and sacrifice for sin, you have no pleasure. Then I said, somebody say, I said. Let's read it together. Behold, I have come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do your will, O oh God. That's God's vision. He wrote his vision. That's why God does not take anybody who is not serious as writing things down as somebody who is serious. When you are serious, you write things down. Praise God. Write your vision down. Number two, believe in the possibilities of your dream. Somebody say, believe in the possibilities of your dream. Say, believe in the possibilities of your dream. You have to believe it. Believe it. Believe in the possibilities of your dream. I believe that one day I can give a million cities to God. I believe that one day I can give a million dollar check to God. I believe it. Praise God. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I believe that one day I can buy a house and give it as a gift to someone. I believe it. Somebody say an amen. amen. I believe it. Believe in the possibilities of your dream. Some people dreamt that they will fly one day and today people are flying. Martin Luther King said, I have a dream that one day the black man and the white man shall sit together in the streets of Alabama or wherever. Today it's happening. The racial tension is still there. But by and large, that dream is a reality. Praise God. And it became a reality faster than he even expected. To have a black man in the White House, it was not something that was possible. When he dreamt it, people were like, you were mad. But today it's a reality. Somebody say an amen. amen. So believe in the possibilities of your dream. The Bible says if you can believe, all things are Possible to them that believes. You see, one of the greatest capacities you must develop as a child of God is a capacity to believe. <laughs> Somebody say capacity to believe. Yeah. The capacity to believe. And you know, it's a capacity that can be developed. You develop it consciously by choosing what you hear. Choosing what you hear. Everything you hear is either helping your faith or hurting your faith. Everything you hear in this life is either, whether it's from the hospital or it's from science or it's from economics, is either hurting your faith or helping your faith. And you make the choice. Jesus said, take heed how you hear. Take heed what you hear. Because nothing you hear ever leaves you the same. Me, I don't mind. You can speak your negativity around me. You can speak failure around me. You can talk poverty around me. It doesn't change me. Listen, you are deceiving yourself. Sooner or later, in the solitude of yourself, you will see that you are thinking about those things and you are walking after those things. Choose what you hear. Mary said, how shall these things be? He said, the power of the highest shall come upon thee 
He said, be it unto me according to your word. Joseph believed in the possibility of his dream. His brothers looked at him and said, ah, see this dreamer is coming. Shall you indeed rule over us? By the time they were bound before him, they didn't even know they were bound before him. They bowed before him and didn't know what was going on. Later on, Joseph told him, he said, it's me only. He said, ah, we were challenging you. We have already bowed. I'm sure Ruby said, ah, why did we bow? But it was too late. Your dream will become a reality like that. Somebody shout an amen. amen. Number three, talk about your dream. Somebody say, talk about it. Talk about your dream. Sometimes we, we, we berate uh, this man, Joseph, and we say all kinds of things about him uh, and the fact that his mouth landed him in trouble. Listen, when it has to do with your dream, talk. As for your mouth, never allow people to put a scale on what your mouth can say. Particularly when it comes to speaking positive things. If it has to be gossip, check it. Yeah, if it's about uh, speaking mileage or doing all kinds of things again, check it. But if it has to do with positively advancing your life, keep on talking. Somebody say, keep on talking. Say, keep on talking. Keep on talking. Keep on talking. Whether you have credit or not on your MTN, keep on talking. Talk. Talk. Joseph, talk. When Joseph talked, the brothers got angry. And he talked again. They got angry. Some people say it's because he talked. That's why he had problems. No. If he had not talked, he had more problems. Because he talked, his talking helped him to go through the things that... You see, the more you talk about your dream, the stronger your faith becomes in the vision. The more you talk about it. The more you talk about it. The more you talk about it, I believe that in this city, God, his grace that has been released upon us we will build one of the finest churches in the city. I believe it. I believe it. And it will be done speedily and supernaturally. Not by might, not by power, it shall be done. I believe it. I believe it. You have to talk your dream. Talk your dream. I'm going to build, a, Solomon was going to build a house. He said, I'm going to build a royal house. Royal house. I tell people all the time when they are building a house for themselves, I say take time. Building a house is good, but take time and patience and do it well. Because when you build and finish is your house, you can't relocate. Tenants are free because they can easily move. But landlords, they stay there. Good or bad, you stay there. I tell people when you are building, build for you and your wife. Because you are the only two people who will be staying there for life. If you are a visionary person and you are thinking something better and superior for your children. I mean, I can imagine my father built that house he built that I will live there. No. No. Before I even left the university, I resented the house. I resented going to that place. When I go there, <laughs> I can imagine a man thought so small and built that kind of thing. And I tell you, in the next 18, 10 years, your children will look at your house and they will be thinking the same way. What is this? What is this? When you are building, think about your old age. When you are 60, 70, and 80, and you are like President Kofor now, if you have to use stick, you and your wife, if you have built three story and your bedroom is on top, what will happen to you there? Think. Somebody say think. You have to think. Talk about your dream. Tell your neighbors say talk about your dream. I realize that God talked about his dream. All through the scriptures, do you know that almost in every segment of scripture, God says something about his dream. His dream of saving humanity. All through scripture. All through He spoke to kings. He spoke to prophets. He spoke to peasants. He spoke to all kinds of people about his dream. He spoke. The Bible is about God talking about his dream. Unto us, a child is born. Unto us, over 700 years before God was talking. Listen. If you keep your mouth shut, your destiny is shut for good. God spoke 700 years before. When Isaiah gave his prophecy, it was 700. Nobody could think of that ever becoming a reality. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulders and he shall be called. No, 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 no. It was not possible. When he spoke about it in Genesis, nobody could think the seed of the seventh. What kind of seed is going to be? But God spoke about it. 
He spoke to those who believed, those who didn't believe. He spoke and spoke and spoke. Why? Because he wanted to maintain his own faith in his vision. Talk about it. Talk about it. Number four, be willing to start small. Somebody say be willing to start small. It's intriguing to see that God wants to fulfill his dream. And God's dream was a great dream, you know. Amazing, super, super great dream. What was the dream? The dream of reaching out to the whole of humanity. He wanted to save everybody. What a dream. What a dream. Not only Ghanaians, Chinese, Arabs, all kinds of people. God wanted to save everybody. That's his dream. And it's still his dream. And that dream is becoming a reality. But how did God begin such a dream? With a baby. With the baby Jesus. Wow! What a way to start a dream. Great dream, but started in the manger. Great kid, but born to a poor parent. Great child, but born in a manger. How could that be? You know, God created Adam as a full-grown man. He could have also created Jesus as a full-grown man. But he took the risk of coming in the form of a baby. Most of the time, projects that start overnight... Sometimes they also collapse overnight. And if Adam's experience is anything to go by, maybe we can learn from that. He just woke up. He slept. He woke up one night. He woke up as a full-grown man. Adam never went through the process. Never went through any process. All of a sudden, it is known and documented that people who become uh, millionaires through lottery, they lose it after two to five years. All of it. That, that is even a very long time those who become millionaires through lottery because they have not learned the skill of financial management. They have not learned. It's a skill you need to develop and cultivate. Can somebody say an amen? amen. The Bible said, though thy beginning be small, thy latter end, you want to build your house, start it small. Start it anyway. Start it with what you have. Few great dreams ever see the light of day because not many people are willing to start small. Number five, take daily steps towards the realization of your dream. Daily steps. And this is where a lot of Christians miss it. We have great dreams. A lot of people by a lot. They have great dreams. This is what I want to do. By the end of this year, I want to be worth this much. By the end of this year, I want business to be this great. By the end of this year, I want... The question is what daily steps are you taking to the realization of it? Because most of the time we looked at the year. We don't look at the minute and the seconds. But you see, the year does not fulfill itself. The year gets fulfilled through the minute and the seconds. So what you are putting into your seconds day by day. I want to be wise in the coming year. I want to grow in wisdom in the coming year. Well, let me see what you do with your time. Whether you continue to watch those soup operas that do not add value to you, but they just make you laugh and laugh and laugh, and it's not changing your destiny in any way. It's not changing your mentality. Are you going to be following those uh, useless uh, short, short videos on uh, uh, Facebook? Or you, you package yourself and download podcasts, listen, so that you can grow from wisdom to wisdom. Can somebody say an Amen. What you do daily will determine the final outcome of your life. You don't just become great overnight. You become great daily. You become great what? Nobody becomes a millionaire overnight. You become a millionaire over a certain period of time. The Bible said, when the man gave them talent and he left, after a long time, he came and settled account. After a long time. Many things happen after a long time. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah 28 verse 10, for precept must be upon precept and line upon line, here a little and there a little. Somebody say precept upon precept. Line upon line, here a little, there a little. That's how you grow, here a little. Now, God has capacity to make you grow overnight, but he doesn't do that. In the book of Exodus 23 verse 29 to 30, he said, I will not drive them out before thee in one year. Lest the land become desolate and the beasts of the field multiply against thee. But look at verse 30. He said, by little and, or say it, little and, little and, I will drive them out from before you until thou be increased and inherit the land. Somebody say little by little. 
have a pastor friend, he, say, he calls it apopo, apopo, little by little. Praise the Lord. Yeah, little by little. Little by little. Little savings here, little investment here, little savings here, little investment. Over time. Over time. Over time. Little book reading here, little message listening here. Let, over time, little prayer here, little prayer there. By the time you realize, the whole year ends and you have prayed several hours. Little by little, take daily steps. In the coming year, I would want to be able to pray this much every month. Break it down. If I'm praying this much every month, how much must I, how much must I pray this every, every day? Then you break it down gradually, 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 gradually. A lot of people have great visions and great dreams, but they simply don't understand how to break them down into simple goals that can be attained. Praise God. Praise the Lord. So understand that. That's it. A journey of a thousand miles begins with a step. Set smart goals. A specific, measurable, attainable realistic time-based goals and then achieve them. When you achieve any of them, go to Golden Tulip and chill out. And then come back and focus. That's how you pursue your dream. I'm not complicating here. Because you see, you don't even know how well you have done this year. You don't know how far you have come. Because there was no time to it. There was no measuring skill to it. Number six, understand the cost of your dream and be willing to pay the price for it. Understand. Somebody say understand. Understand the cost of your dream. Every great dream will cost something. It will cost something. It will cost you something. In the book of Luke chapter 14 verse 28, it says, for which of you intending to build a tower? I like it when he says, intending to build a tower. Somebody say, a tower. Not a three-bedroom or two-bedroom or a Takwami house. A tower. Which of you intending to build a tower? Sit and not down first and count the cost. Count the cost and see whether he has enough to finish it. So, know the cost. Don't be intimidated by the cost. One of the things that I have learned over the years is I am not intimidated by the price of anything. It can be any class, any hotel, whatever. I would want to find out. Even if I can't sleep there, I would, I would want to find out. How much do they charge for sleeping here at night? Because human beings sleep there. Human beings, the people who sleep there, they are not animals, they are human beings. And I am a human being. So let me find out first. At least I know. If you meet me at this hotel and you ask me something, I can tell you this a night is so so and so. When I tell you a night is so so and so, and I don't give details, you will think I've slept there before. Am I communicating somebody? But you are so afraid. So afraid. So afraid. Go into Libya. See, we do one lunch. It's in the boarding park. Meanwhile, you have not even passed there before. Go into Libya. Say one pie, eh, 150 cities. One pie. <laughs> find the cost. Somebody say, find the cost. I, I want to know the cost. If I can pay it, I pay. If I can't pay it, I go and prepare and come and pay. Because it is possible for it to be paid. Somebody say, an Amen. So if you are intending to build a tower, count the cost. Somebody say, count the cost. Every great dream carries a great cost. Every great dream carries a great cost. If you want to build your house in the coming year, you cannot be eating normally. Praise the Lord. You cannot be spending anyhow. You can't do that and still be able to buy a parcel of land. It doesn't work like that. Praise the Lord. You have to deny yourself certain things. Look at what the Bible says in the book of John chapter 12 verse 24 to 25. He said, the hour of glory. So look at this. The hour is come that the son of man should be glorified. We said 2022 will be a great year for you. Shout a better amen. That hour of greatness has come for you. But verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall to the ground and die, it abides alone. When the hour of glory comes, 
don't just be dancing and dance. It's my season. It's my season. It's my. That's why I'm teaching you this at this time of the year, so that you don't just enter 31st night with great jubilation and excitement, and then after January you don't see clearly again. No. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm telling you, a lot of people perpetually live frustrated lives because 31st night is all jubilation, celebration, hey, celebration. It's good. The celebration is great, and I'm all for it. But when your Christianity is all emotional and not celebra, you won't go far. You have to think. God gave you a head to go ahead. God gave you a head to go ahead. Every year, this year will be great. Every year, this year will be great. And look at yourself. If the yes you said will be great has been great, you will not be looking like this. You will not be looking like this. But every year you just shout, it's my year of social and so. It's my year of social and so. The practical steps you need to take in order to make that become a reality, a practical reality, you don't know it. Praise God. Praise God. Listen, my calling is to raise people who make a difference. Am I communicating here? People who are living significant and impactful lives. People who live fulfilled lives. Not people who are there dreaming and never realizing it. There is nothing as miserable that makes a person miserable and sad and frustrated in life as a daily living a life. Coming close to it but never realizing it. Always dreaming. You are always living in a dreamer's world. No. You have to dream, attain it, and dream again. Somebody say dream. Attain it and dream again. That's it. All the time. You have been you, you have been called to be a dreamer. Number seven, pursue your dream with diligence and dedication. Somebody say diligence and dedication. The Bible says in Proverbs 22, verse 29, it says, See thou a man, see thou a woman, see thou a woman, see thou a man diligent in his business. A lot of people are diligent, but it's in other people's business. Gossips, spreading information. That's all. You have to be diligent in your business. See a man. Diligent in his business. It will show. Somebody say it will show. It will show. It will show. When you are diligent in your business, it will show. The Bible said the soul of the sluggard desired and had nothing. Proverbs 13, 4. The soul of the sluggard. They always desire. They always, this year, I desire this. I desire this. They desire, they, they desire all kinds of things but they never have the capacity to meet their desire. Praise God. The soul of the slugger, a lazy man, it is very dangerous. So when you are lazy and you have huge appetite, you will be more frustrated. Lazy. Have you met such people? Lazy. But if you give him the food, he will eat all. Lazy. But he is asking to, to be taken to the best of restaurants. Lazy. As long as he's not paying, he's free to eat it. No? The soul of the sluggard desired and had nothing. But the soul of the diligent shall be what? Shall be made what? Proverbs 12, 24. He said, the hand of the diligent shall bear rule. You will rule in 2022. You will rule in 2022. And then number eight, beware of mockers and critics and deal wisely with them. Beware with them. Beware. Beware. They are everywhere. They are every... Somebody said they are everywhere. They are everywhere. Marcus! This thing that you are doing, ah, do you think it's possible? <laughs> they will tell you it's not possible. In this uh, present state Ghana, who can do this? Who can do that? Who can do that? They will say all kinds of... Because they are full of impossibilities. People who have a lot of excuses to give usually are given excuses because of their laziness. The Bible said the lazy man, the slothful man, will not plow by reason of the cold. Look at this. Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 17 to 920. Then I said to them, You see the distress that we are in, how Jerusalem lies in waste and its gates are burned with fire. Come and let us build a wall of Jerusalem that we may no longer be a reproach. The moment you say, come, let's build, get ready for those who will come. There are not only people who come to help you to build, there are others who also come to help you to stop. I told them of the hand of God which is upon me. May the hand of God rest upon you. Now listen, 
As you put these things I'm sharing with you to practical uh, steps, you put them into action, the hand of God will rest upon you. Amen. I said the hand of God will rest upon you. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So they said, let's rise and build. Then they set their hands to this good work. They set their hands to work. They set their hands. So while some people whom he shared the vision with were willing to stand with him build, another group came. Look at this. But when Sambalat, somebody say Sambalat. The Sambalat, the Horonite, Tobiah, the Ammonite official, and Gisham, the Arab, heard of it. They laughed at us and despised us. And they said, what is this thing that you are doing? Will you rebel against the king? And I said to them, the God of heaven himself will prosper us. They said, look at you. What do you think you are doing? There is no future in this. You can never finish this. Do you even have the money for it? Do you have the resources for it? Do you have the connections for it? Do you have the relationships for it? But listen, when the hand of God comes upon the face, upon her, when the hand of God rests upon what you do, it is not a matter of the connections you don't have, but it shall supernaturally be done. In 2021, the hand of God will distinguish you. The hand of God will set you apart. I'm entering a year where I'm not looking at anything. I'm not following anything. I'm just looking at the favor and the hand of God. That's all I'm expecting. I'm, I have great expectations, great hopes, great dreams. But they are rooted in the fact that the God of heaven will prosper us. So we, his servants, will arise and build. Somebody say an amen. amen. Take your seat. Number nine. I close in a few minutes. Develop a system to track your progress in the pursuit of your dream. Develop a system. Develop a system. Develop, track it. Track it. Set parameters for measuring the progress of your dream in the short and long term. You are dreaming of uh, increasing your scriptural knowledge. What is the system you are putting in place to check? What daily steps are you taking? And how are you going to track it? Praise God. How are you going to track it? In a month. How many memory verses would you like to commit? You have to be able to track it practically. Practically. Because other than that, you just be there and you'll be deceiving yourself. A lot of people think that they have accomplished so much when they have accomplished nothing. Praise God. You can easily deceive yourself to think that you have done so well when you have done so bad. Nigeria, when they meet you, they greet you well done. Whether you have done well or you have done bad. Well done, sir. Well done, sir. Well done, sir. Listen. Stop deceiving yourself with well done. Whether it's from people or from yourself. Track your progress. How far have you gone? Praise God. How far? How far? How far have you gone? The Bible says in Luke chapter 16 verse 1 and 2, he said unto his disciples, there was a certain man who had a steward and an accusation was brought to him that a man was wasting his resources. Then he said, what is this I hear? Give an account of your stewardship. At the end of every month, you should be able to give an account of yourself. How far have I gone? How many members have been added on? We have to check. Somebody say check. Check and check again. Check and check again. All through this month, how consistent has my prayer life been? Check. Check. You see, God calls us to self-check. Somebody say self-check. Yeah, because he's examining our works according to revelations. He said, I know your works. Sometimes it's sad that God knows our works and we are the only people who don't know our works. God knows our works. That's why in the book of Galatians, he says that if any man thinks himself to be something, when he's nothing, he deceives himself. Because you can easily think of yourself to be something when you are nothing. You can think you are, you are financially doing well when you are really broke. You can think that you are spiritually fit where you are spiritually failing. Am I communicating here? It's key. You have to evaluate your life again and again. And finally, be ready to wait patiently for the fulfillment of your dream. Be ready to wait patiently. Work hard and be patient. Work hard and be patient. Galatians tells us that dreams take a long time. Great dreams take a long time to manifest. Somebody say great dreams. Say great dreams. Whether it's for your marriage or it's for your business, it will not just happen overnight. You are dreaming that your home will be peaceful. It may not just happen overnight. Be patient. Allow your partner the opportunity to grow. Be patient with her. Be patient with yourself. Grow. 
He says, Galatians tells us that it takes a long time. Somebody say a long time. Look at this. And God was very patient. All kinds of things were going on. Sodom and Gomorrah was going on. God was patient. All kinds of, I mean, such a patient God. Very, very patient. I know a God who is merciful and kind, faithful and gracious. There's a line that says, he was patiently waiting on something. Patiently. Sin was increasing. Sin was abounding. But time was not up. Time was not up. We must understand that dreams work with time. There are dreams that you may not be able to see the fruit today. But you see the fruit in the next five years. You see the fruit. You see, dream them anyhow. But give them time. Galatians chapter 4 verse 1 to 5. Now I said the air. Go to verse 4. But when the fullness of time. Somebody say the fullness of time. When the fullness of time. You see, there's something called the fullness of time. The fullness of time. He said, but it's for an appointed time. At the end, it shall speak. Most people force their dreams to speak in the middle. You will fail. Visions don't speak in the middle. Visions don't speak at the beginning. Visions speak at the end. It's my prayer that in 2022, the grace of God will rest upon you. The wisdom of God will come upon you. The anointing of God will come upon you. That the dream you are dreaming now, they will become a reality. Those you are dreaming for the next 10 years, you will see them. Those you are dreaming for the next 20 years, you will see them. In the mighty name of Jesus. But I declare and decree over your life that 2022 shall be for you a year of fulfilled dreams. A year of fulfilled expectations. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and begin to pray and ask God for grace to make it a reality in your life. Afuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. Share your testimonies with us on 020-422-5790 or email us at embassyoflifechapel at gmail.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information, visit our website at www.embassyoflife.org. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our services at our headquarter church from 6.45 a.m. to 8 a.m. for our first service, which is our Excel service, and from 8.45 a.m. to 10.45 a.m. for our second service, which is our celebration service, and on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 7.45 p.m. Our church auditorium is located on the top floor of Nanama Ejakuma Plaza, opposite the Unity Auditorium. Station, Santasa Runabout, Kumasi, Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on Embassy of Life Chapel, Facebook, or YouTube pages. God richly bless you. Hey, I,